0: in there. It's weird and pissed off whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. (laughs) This is Don't fall asleep. Liz, you are never allowed to buy me a t-shirt again. Last Why? night So describe the shirt that I'm wearing right now
1: Okay it, Oh my god It's just like all of your interests Because you're dark and gothic It's a it's a black t-shirt And it's embracing your love of UFOs And it has a person being abducted into a UFO Yeah With the question Ask me about my butthole
0: Yes Yes Okay It was my birthday present <laughs> I do love it <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your favorite interest. It's
0: <laughs> my butthole. Both
1: isn't? of your favorite interests, yeah. UFOs and your butthole.
0: I forgot I was wearing it. And my son last night just wanted to I picked him up from school, mm. and he just wanted to go for a drive. Uh-huh. So we dropped my partner home, and yep. just that's it. We're just going to get in the car and we'll drive. Uh-huh. So we drive. Uh huh. So we drove for about an hour. Yep. down south to watch the rainstorm over the cliffs. Beautiful. Like nice. you get up on the headland, you watch all the rain coming in. We go to this fish and chip shop that I used to take my son to many years ago. Uh-huh. Which has had a bit of a glow up.
1: Oh, hello. Even
0: though it's in the uh, the very stabby suburb of Christie's Beach. Yeah, okay. It's it's had a bit of a glow up. Like most Ooh. of Christie's Beach has. It's now very nice. Okay. It's a chip shop. It's been uh, it's been gentrified.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And they are very specific be like, oh, no, we're not Christian Downs, we're Christie's Beach. Yeah, well that- literally The other side of the road. Yeah, well,
0: that word beach adds $100,000 to your house. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, I walk into the shop and I start ordering food and the guy behind the counter fucking loses it. Like, just fits of laughter. And I'm like, and and he's packed. Uh Uh-huh. It is packed. Now, you've got to know that even though the chip shop is now quite swank, Uh it's still Christie's Beach. Yeah. It's still fucking stabby. There's people there. It's
1: rough as guts. As there's the
0: people there that know how to turn a garbage bag into a water filled prison weight, so that you can maintain your body while okay. you while you're in lockup. Okay. Right? Yes. A lot of rats tails. A lot of lot of people in um, flip flops and mm. high cut shorts, even though it is fucking like twelve degrees.
1: A lot of teardrops tattooed under eyes. A lot eyes. of that. Yeah.
0: A lot of people who are clearly professional kickboxers. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> Anyway, the guy then loudly reads my shirt out. Ask me about my butthole. My son then tries to cover it up because he's embarrassed as all fuck. <laughs> what? And he's, he's literally saying, Dad, why'd you wear your butthole shirt? <laughs> I, was like, I didn't think this is going to be the way I'd do, like, hopelessly embarrass you.
1: The way that you would go out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't think this would be it. I thought I'd like you know do some horrible pretend. To, like, I, I thought he might find my Instagram or... You know the, the, few, the few TikToks I have. You know, <laughs> I thought he might find those, but no, it's your butthole shirt, Dad. Anyway.
1: Oh my god! You know what? I would just like to think that, like, after you got stabbed and as you were dying on the floor of the of the chip shop, you yeah. would just like you'd be like, lean close, son, lean close, ask me about my butthole, <laughs> pull my finger.
0: <laughs> oh, I could hear his spirit leave his body. <laughs> Anyway, that's a long walk of shame out of the Christie's Beach chip shop, trying to cover up my t-shirt like a girl whose bra has failed with two hands.
1: <laughs> it's Christie's Beach. No one has a bra.
0: No one has a bra. Oh, a lot of people have uh, knee slappers.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? No, but you know, this is an important lesson for your son. You know that you should never be embarrassed about your hobbies or your passions,
0: Definitely. unless you're.
1: Passions of pedophilia and oh, oh. <laughs> like...
0: Oh, yeah. Rolf Harris is dead.
1: Rolf Harris. Yay! Yay! Woo! Wobbling is bored down in hell.
0: Absolutely. You're Satan's problem now.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I like to think he is Satan's extra leg right now. Yeah.
0: He's oh, Satan's, Satan's cock down. stand.
1: Oh, my God. Well, that took a interesting
0: turn. You mentioned pedophiles.
1: Well, oh, you mentioned buttholes.
0: They're not necessarily
1: <laughs> I know. I've got nothing.
0: <laughs> this is, you drink before we start and...
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, look, I, this is why I come to your place. We had champagne, we had chocolate cheesecake, and we talked about farts. <laughs> Nobody out there tell us that we don't know how to live because we know how to live.
0: This is a classy establishment we run in
1: here. Oh, yeah, and you know how to die by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On my ass. <laughs>
1: oh my god wait till you forget and this year um actually i still have it at home i attempted to make you your birthday present part of your present yes um i i'm (laughs) i'm still practicing trying to get the temperature right to make what i created permanently stick onto the t-shirt yeah um But how would you describe that to the listener? I can't
0: remember. I think I've blocked it out, like much of my Christian childhood.
1: I I made, I did a Kanye on your behalf. I made you a T-shirt that has a picture of yourself.
0: Oh no, that's
1: right with a giant pair of headphones.
0: That's right.
1: And all like made it all like CI and animated and all colourful and stuff. So now you can do a Kanye and you can wear yourself on your shirt and promote yourself.
0: My son will one hundred percent die of embarrassment. (laughs) When I do that,
1: oh my god! Please guarantee me you'll go back to the chip shop. I want to see their reaction, how they cope with you, with you on your shirt. You're the butthole
0: guy. <laughs> yep.
1: Oh my god! There's there's your next tour poster, John Brooks. I'm the butthole guy.
0: <laughs> the venues I play, there needs to be a hole in the wall. <laughs> Appearing this week at the Glory Hole. It's the butthole guy.
1: I was actually at your last gig. I'm not convinced the room you were in was not the glory hole room. It was.
0: It was like a. It was like a tesseract of just <laughs> shame. It was just yeah. We, we cli- were the glory hole.
1: We had climbed into it. And we were like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what this is. Yeah.
0: At some point, some kind of honey. I shrunk the kids. Fifteen foot cock comes through the wall. We
1: went into this weird Ant Man quantum <laughs> like. Inner, what is it when he's little inner Edward? space? Yeah. Like in the quantum realm. Yeah. There yeah. was some weird stuff going the on.
0: Space between spaces.
1: Yeah. It was this, the show was large. The show was larger than life. It wasn't the show. The show was brilliant. It's just it was a very compact very, physically room.
0: Yes. Very it was very Japanese.
1: It was the Warwick apartment. Davis of comedy gig
0: rooms. <laughs> Charming and packs a punch above its weight.
1: Charming and talented, exactly. There exactly. Go.
0: There you go. Not exploited and turned into a talking teddy bear.
1: And small as fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We love Warwick <laughs> Davis.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Like he like has played like some of my favourite characters. Um,
0: the best one he ever did was that thing that he did with Ricky Gervais. That was fucking excellent.
1: Oh, I haven't
0: seen that. Oh, it's one of the only good things Ricky Gervais has ever done. Warwick Davis owned it.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Oh, have you heard they're going to remake The Office, but for Australia?
1: Oh, God. Why
0: can't our entire TV industry just die? It's
1: just going to be a lot of people just, Mike,
0: yeah. yeah, parkour. <laughs> Extreme, fucking parkour, cunt.
1: It's hard to do parkour in thongs, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> no, please, God, no. No, God, no, please, no.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: oh, mate.
1: Although technically, if you check our posters, we are the where the castle meets the X file. It's your favourite Australian movie.
0: Don't even start me on the castle. That <laughs> he's the true butthole guy.
1: You know what? It's so weird. Talking about butts. All right. Would you believe that? Totally brings us to the topic of this week.
0: Because big butts and you cannot lie.
1: <laughs> oh. My lord. Okay. Long before Jack the Ripper raised his foul-smelling head, another vile creature hunted the streets of London from 1788 to 1790. Except this creature hunted well-to-do women. Ooh. And women with jobs outside the boudoir. Ah, Sometimes in darkness, but often in broad daylight. That's
0: slightly troubling.
1: When, as he became known in the press as the, quote, London Monster...
0: That's a hell of a claim.
1: Not overselling it.
0: No. There's a lot of fucking monsters in London.
1: The London monster would often strike from a crowd where he would launch into a tirade, berating women verbally before he would strike and without rhyme, reason or conscience would stab them in the butt. What the fuck?
0: At first he just sounded like a run-of-the-mill incel podcaster.
1: Andrew Tate.
0: Yeah, and then suddenly he's going all butt stab.
1: Andrew Tate in prison (laughs) In this week's episode Of The London Monster Right Or I stab big butts and I cannot lie (laughs) Or Here comes the butt stabber Yeah (laughs) He's a petticoat gangster Yeah Dial emergency number Yeah (laughs) Still living like Phil.
0: Nice. Uh-huh.
1: I think they're my best yet.
0: That's pretty good, actually. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bas- hang
0: on—you you missed the obvious one. What? Butt stabbing girls.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> You're the talk of London town.
1: Da, 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 da. <laughs> I like it.
0: Butt stabbing girls.
1: Uh, 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 you okay. make the world go round. <laughs> oh Lord! Look, basically. If you were a fashionable or wealthy looking woman, mm-hmm. or a, even just a woman who was young, attractive, and looked like you had a job.
0: <laughs> he's, al- like, he's like the opposite of a conservative media pundit.
1: Uh, <laughs> if you're alone in public or in a crowd, then you were at risk.
0: You almost phrase that like Ghostbusters. <laughs> if you're alone in a oh, crowd, butt stabbers. <laughs>
1: The first attack occurred in 1788 against Maria Smythe. Oh. Who was out taking some exercise when a man unbeknown to her appeared and began yelling obscenities at her. It's a normal day in Christie's. (laughs) He began yelling obscenities at her before stabbing her in her thigh
0: and her breast. Oh, Jesus. Then the assailant... So he didn't exactly set up his M.O. from the first attack, did he?
1: The woman managed to make it home, but the injuries were so deep, it took five months to recover. Wow. And remember, this is 1788 medicine, where it was just go to bed.
0: No, 1788 medicine was take cocaine about it.
1: It Put a leech on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which increased to plus one. He's a wooden
0: dildo. Just Yeah.
1: Yeah, this woman lost an extreme (coughs) amount of blood.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: So it took her five months to recover, and poor Maria suffered a nervous breakdown.
0: As you would. Mm -hmm.
1: Excuse me. By 1790 more than 50 women had been stabbed by the London monster. All the same pattern around a verbal abuse followed by a stab to the buttocks, breasts or thighs with a sharp object. Right. Now, the other thing to remember is that um, on a lot of the occasions, he would make stabs to women. Yeah. But thankfully... Um, because of, you know, the wrong way, it would just hit petticoat. It wouldn't actually make its way
0: through to penetrate. Yeah, because they had, like, the bustles and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, and if he'd come in at the wrong angle or she turned at the last minute so that he got fabric, um, one woman was saved from injury because he had stabbed forth. She was saved by an apple in her pocket. Wow. And that when she sort of, you know, got home, and they pulled the apple. Basically, the apple had just been, like, sliced and diced. Wow. Yeah, because the, the apple sort of saved her from further extensive injury.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And in typical kind of Victorian London style, I imagine in the Times, new personal defence apple.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, if you
0: could afford an apple in London yeah. in the 1780s, yeah. you were doing pretty fucking well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: you got to think, though, if this guy, his, his target is affluent women... Mm. Educated, clearly with a stabbable butt. Yeah. He would fucking lose it at Kim Kardashian. Oh my
1: God. Like, seriously. He like, yeah. <laughs> was born in the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he, basically, he'd go for the buttocks and then, you know, breasts, thighs. And again, like, if the woman is turning, it might come to he would just stab whatever was there before yeah. he could run away.
0: Yeah, no, he's a practical stabber. Yes.
1: Yeah. Or on occasion, the woman was stabbed uh, and then verbally assaulted.
0: Oh, mix it up a bit.
1: Exactly. Keep yeah. it fresh.
0: Immobilise him, then yell at him.
1: There is a suggestion that this figure was in fact much higher. Oh. But women of lesser means and sex workers were uninclined to deal with the police. Yeah. Uh, there was also the fact that... Unfortunately, assaults on women were so common in the day that people just didn't bother to report it.
0: It's almost like nothing has changed.
1: Ah, I was going to say, oh, what does that sound like today? <laughs>
0: Hang on, we're going to need effects for this. Sounds like nothing has changed.
1: More than one woman.
0: Hang on, I'll, I'll get rid of that because <laughs> that needs to change. <laughs> there we go.
1: More than one woman reported that a man invited her to smell a bunch of flowers he held. He invented that shit. When she did, <laughs> the man thrust the flowers into her face and the knife hidden in the flowers skewered her face. What a
0: fucking psycho. Ah! Wow. Mm -hmm. This dude's the ultimate incel.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally. I'm just reading this and I'm like, I thought incels was just a modern phenomenon. No. No. It was born. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's always been a thing. Who knew? There he is in his fucking carriage driver hiding his knife in (laughs) the. Are you talking to me? Uh -uh. Are you fucking talking to me?
1: Oh, my God. And there's some guy at home, like, printing out a pamphlet going, Thou stole deserve it, the bitches. (laughs) Another woman reported that she felt a man had come up behind her and kneed her in the bottom whilst also stabbing her with what she supposed were knives strapped to his inner leg. Okay, do, do you need me to do a visual representation for you to make that work?
0: It's great podcast, why not?
1: <laughs> well, no, So you've got the knife, yeah. but you have the pointy bit so it's strapped above your knee so that when you bend your knee, the leg is bent, but the pointy bit is still uh, up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like so some
0: primitive Tom Savini.
1: Yeah, you're using your knee to unsheathe your weapon. Okay. Yeah. So you could just be like, "Oh, I'm just going to knee you in the butt. Stab."
0: That that's some complex shit.
1: And who checks the knife the knees for knives?
0: No. use check, check knives for knees, boys. <laughs> or the other way around even. I didn't get a good education, that's why I'm a constable.
1: You do it round corners.
0: What? <laughs> Look, check his fingers, he might have really long fingernails. Now, this is 1780s London. Uh-huh. Have they blamed a Jew yet?
1: <laughs> we'll come to that. Oh god. But after he kneed her in the buttocks and stabbed her bottom. Yes. He aggressively whisper yelled at her.
0: Damn you, you
1: bitch. I would enjoy a particular pleasure in murdering you and shedding your blood.
0: <laughs>
1: and then run away into the night like a coward.
0: Damn you. <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, he's in the comment section. He's sliding into those DMs. <laughs> His DMs is dim, pointy knees. <laughs> that made no sense. I'm so
1: tired. Some today have theorized that the London monster may have had a sexual kink. No. Named The weird thing is apparently this happens so often somebody's named it. You nay, you know once someone names it, <laughs> fuck, it's happened more than once. God damn it! Just we're just we're trash as a species. We really just are. let the meteorite. Oh my god! Yeah, now that Bruce Willis is sick, he can't save us from the meteorite. Oh, no, just we deserve to go. Well, Ben Affleck's still going. Oh, we're
0: fucked. <laughs> he's too busy stabbing another fucking quality butt.
1: Yeah, I, I put I put no. Every time you see Ben Affleck, it looks like he's just lost the will to live. I love that. Oh god,
0: I love that he's so honest.
1: Oh, well, if you spend that much time
0: with me, I'd be depressed as well. <laughs> so, God, what's it called?
1: <laughs> it is called Picarism.
0: Picarism?
1: Picarism. P I C Q U E R I S M. Right. Which is a sexual desire to pierce other people's skin with a sharp ob- object. Sexually. Well that's how they get their sexual Yeah. Or he was just a complete asshole.
0: I love that they've got a name for it. Do you know, one of the bits of comedy I never really got to work. Uh huh. I've got so many of these.
1: So many. It
0: was a bit about um, Hodgkin's disease.
1: Oh, oh yeah, because that's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. We're gonna get letters. Just, we're gonna get letters.
0: Just the guy that, like, the guy that classified a whole bunch of cancers and stuff. Mm. I just imagine him leaving the office one day, just going, "I've just got such a horrible legacy, the shit that's named after me." Yeah. And just as he's leaving one day, someone leans out, and goes, "Oh, we discovered a new cancer." And He's like, "Just don't name it after me." Okay, we'll call it non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. <laughs> crickets. <laughs> Zero interest of ladies.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. And what was your longest dry spell?
0: <laughs> uh, years. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Some girl in the crowd just like, oh, I guess he's getting non-laid?
0: Exactly. Yep. Uh. In a weird way of kind of peakerism I was an edgelord. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. Oh God! How do you have a girlfriend now? I still don't know. How How are you just not living in like a jizz filled one bedroom apartment with a yearly Andrew Tate subscription? <laughs> I don't know how you escaped, but bless the Lord that you you've escaped. Only, you've
0: only seen one room in this house.
1: Pickers, <laughs> as they're known.
0: <laughs> oh my God!
1: Are sexually frustrated? No, really. And have inferiority complexes. Never. No. And get off on thinking they have a sense of power over someone, but then disappear before the victim can respond because they have no power over shit and they know it. Yeah. Or is it obviously the huge shame and guilt occurs? Yeah. And the fact that if the other person starts to punch them, they can't do anything about it.
0: Is there like... Is this like a spectrum or is it just like you really have to stab women to be able to come? Or is it like –
1: No, it doesn't specifically have to be women.
0: Okay, well, just people. Yeah. Or is, it, or is it like a spectrum where like, you know, you're having very good consensual sex but in order for things to come to a climax you've no. just got to carve a notch into the bedpost? No. No. Okay. No.
1: This, this is you, – you, I think you're just shit. Okay. Yeah, because I'm saying there are a lot of people who have sexual impulses for peculiar things and don't act on them. That is true. I'm just saying. Yeah. Keep it strapped down. Okay. (laughs) These attacks led to the rather unusual fashion movement of bottom guards.
0: Yes. And homophobia (laughs) was born.
1: At first, women sought to protect their rear ends by wearing their copper pots over their rumps. What? Under their... Over their underskirts.
0: That's incredible.
1: So they would put their, like, you know, their inner skirts on. Yeah. Get a rope, tie copper pots so they were hanging over their ass, and then put their overskirt
0: on. That's amazing. This guy jumps out of the dark, clang. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Foiled again. God damn you, Copper Pot. Damn you, I, Copper art!
0: I should take such pleasure in spilling your blood, but rather I've blunted my knife on your sophisticated arse guard.
1: Oh, touche. <laughs> Clang.
0: <laughs> As his knife bends like a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. <laughs> Some used porridge pots. Yep. Or cork boards to shield their buttocks
0: cork boards
1: some ladies even fashioned fake bottoms out of cork
0: that's amazing
1: so the fake posterior would take any or all damage (laughs) Can you imagine doing that in your craft circle? Everyone just imagines ladies sitting around. Oh, I'm just knitting like a little scarf or embroidering a cloth. No, it was ten bitches sitting around a fireplace making fake asses.
0: <laughs> and two years after the mania of the London Monster is gone, and you've still got that fake ass. A lot of women in London had very odd-looking mood boards after that.
1: <laughs> Strangely satisfied husbands. Too. <laughs> And thus the sex doll was invented. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but walking around London with half your household cooking pots on your ass created a multitude of additional issues. Indeed. It was basically nobody could cook anything while you were out. We you, were starving. You'd clang about.
0: Oh, man.
1: You couldn't sit down. <laughs> it was fucking heavy. Yeah. Kids scare children.
0: Clang, clang, clunk.
1: (laughs) So for the richer folks, some industrious folks started creating copper shields (laughs) that could be fixed over the under petticoats of a lady to make sure she could have confidence in presenting her derriere to the outside air. That's
0: amazing.
1: Literally just a sheet of copper that you would like rope tie. Yeah. Copper ass. Oh, if you ass.
0: That's a valuable ass in today's economy.
1: Oh my god! If that's <laughs> if that's not the name of a bar, it needs to be.
0: Imagine, imagine all the local crackheads stealing all the copper asses so they can get the scrap <laughs> just metal. flipping it.
1: her over, yeah. uh, yanking her <laughs> copper ass. Oh fuck! It's just cork. <laughs> Damn it! Take it down to cash converters. Might get a couple of dollars. <laughs> oh lord. These attacks continued over a two-year period on all different sides in London.
0: Effective policing going on.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't just ladies' bottoms on the defensive, but the whole city of London was on guard. One wealthy citizen, a London broker, named John Angerstein.
0: Yeah. That's a great name. That's a good name. <laughs>
1: rallied the citizens together and was able to offer a 100-pound reward for the capture and prosecution of the monster. And he had those posters plastered all across London. Groups of men formed the No Monster Club.
0: You're fucking kidding me.
1: That's in quotes. No Monster Club. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And I need to see their flag.
1: And do you know how you knew they weren't the monster? How? Because they wore lapel pins, declaring that they were not the monster.
0: (laughs) That's genius.
1: It's a lapel pin, sir. Obviously, you can't wear one declaring you're not the monster. If you are the monster, it's infallible.
0: <laughs> These badges are their sacred. It's like joining the scouts. Do you have an ass stabbing badge? Oh. Yes. Well, you can't be in it because you need the no ass stabbing well, badge. That should be a
1: jib-jib no,
0: sir. <laughs> Fucking hell. How did the British ever form the largest empire ever? <laughs> With
1: lapel pins and... Cups of tea
0: Unbelievable And f-
1: violence and rape <laughs> Yeah well yeah
0: Directed at brown people generally
1: But mostly lapel pins Amazing oh, Obviously you can't Break the sanctity of the lapel pin. <laughs>
0: Foiled again
1: Damn your faulty
0: cork ass <laughs> I want to know who the strongman politician is Who rises up with their, their proto-fascist strongman I will crack down on ass stabbing <laughs> Crack pun intended
1: so the men would together, gather together in their groups with their matching pins and they would then patrol the streets looking for any man who looked likely to menace the bottoms of ladies.
0: A.K.A. Jews. Imagine they're inspecting every posy they see. <laughs> Oi, come here, let me have a look at that there, that there posy. <laughs> he looks a little bit like a philistine. <laughs>
1: More than one innocent person, yeah, may have been beaten.
0: Choose. <laughs> I'm guessing.
1: But eventually the ass would fall out of the monster's plan. Ah in the January of 1790. OK. Sarah and Anne Porter were the daughters of a, of a successful publican and hotelier. The two girls were friendly and beautiful and well liked in their community.
0: Okay, number one, they are the daughters of publicans, mm-hmm. which means they're rough as guts. <laughs> they can fight.
1: <laughs> no, the father also owned a um, oh god, you know, like one of those places where you go for like the health waters. So they were a bit fair. So he
0: had a fucking boost juice, <laughs> is what he had. He had eighteenth-century booth boost juice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll have the uh, I'll have the turnip. <laughs> and the beetroot and the mutton juice brine, please. Mm, vitality.
1: Is there teeth fall out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the 18th of January, 1790, Yes. the two girls attended a local ball. I believe it was some kind of Queen's celebration event like they're always doing in Britain. Yeah,
0: you know, pub probably. girls, they were attending to local balls. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Their chaperone was scheduled to return and collect them at midnight. But the ball had reached a conclusion sooner than expected.
0: Fun party.
1: And it wound up by 11pm.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) What a bust.
1: I know, seriously. Like, oh, when your chaperone is like, no, no later than 12, 11 party. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I've been to parties where that happened because I turned up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god, wait till you hear my Hodgkin's joke uh. Oh God,
0: vaginas dry up
1: <laughs> Party scatters <laughs> Yep Oh my god Now, rather than waiting for their chaperone The two girls decided to walk the short distance to their home Of course they did Because as the, the pool was letting out There were people everywhere Yeah So on their way They came upon a man in the street who was, you're going to be shocked by this, drunk. No. Sarah Porter recognised the man immediately.
0: Ah, one of their customers.
1: As an awful fiend who had, on at least several occasions, had approached her, her, passed her on the street, muttering obscenities in her ear. Oh. And would actually turn out on one occasion... Tried ask, the first occasion, tried asking her out on a date.
0: Well, that doesn't work. Mutter obscenities in her ear. He
1: literally called her a whore and stormed off.
0: <laughs> I always love the irony of that. Will you go on a date with me? No. Whore?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, you're so beautiful. I have a boyfriend. You're not that beautiful. <laughs> okay. Yep. Thank you, internet. <sighs> ooh it's a man's world.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Imagine being the local fiend.
1: Oh, my God. And it's hard work. Like, women's standards are already so low. Like, we have put up with so much shit over the decades. You really don't have to do much yeah. for us to be like, Wow, look at him, oh my god, you're going to believe this He took me out and didn't once call me a whore <laughs> I'm going to marry him
0: Oh, he whispered sweet obscenities in my
1: ear <laughs> I'm to a winner here
0: I would take great pleasure in opening up your heart to fill it with love
1: <sighs> I, Oh, His love profusions were only mildly <laughs> aggressive
0: He thrust a posy in my face. And you know what it had in the middle? More
1: flowers. Oh, my God. Married him immediately. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That being said, I almost got fired today for telling a plumber who looked like Chris Hemsworth (laughs) that he was free to do absolutely anything he wanted to.
0: That didn't come across as desperate at all. No. No.
1: Not at all. I was 100% in charge (laughs) of that moment. (laughs) And I went and broke some pipes because he was a plumber. But anyway, <laughs> um, where was I? Okay, so yes, he asked her out. She said no. He called her a whore. And then every other time he passed her, he would, you know, mutter obscenities at her. Like someone who's taking rejection really well. Yeah, A lot of – this is all based on a man who takes rejection really well. Yeah. <sighs> when the obviously drunk fiend saw Sarah, he exclaimed <laughs> – Her in the side of the head as the ladies passed. Jesus. <laughs> Sarah told her sister to run and the two women began to run for their lives to their father's nearby tavern. As the two girls neared the tavern door, the fiend slashed at the girl's buttocks with a knife. Hmm. The two girls rushed inside. Blood was soaking the rear of their dresses. The monster disappeared back into the night. The girls went upstairs to undress, discovering that they both had long slashes on their buttocks. Now, this was to be a familiar pattern of the London monster, who would basically mutter obscenities at women, women would run and He would pursue them until they would get in the doorway. And it was usually in the doorway while they're desperately trying to get into the door. That's when he would rush up, stab, stab in the butt and then take off. Yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah. That's why ladies always have your keys ready to go so you can get in that door. Yes. And then turn around and roundhouse kick him in the fucking face. (laughs) Don't forget that part. Or knee him in the balls. Yeah. You know. That always. That's a favourite of mine. Yeah,
0: claw for the eyes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, rip the dick straight off. Ooh. Into the bin. <laughs> Although make sure it's the you know the composty one.
0: Yeah, no, it's London. Everything's a bin.
1: Yeah, you don't want you Just don't want to put it in with in the recyclables. The don't recycle that Throw shit. It straight
0: into the Thames, like a like the dirty little trouser eel it is.
1: <laughs> Did you know? On a side note, there is so much cocaine in people in London that gets flushed into the toilet. The eels in the Thames now have a coke addiction problem. Yeah. There we go. Yeah,
0: because London's a fucking sewer.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so as they they were there, they went inside, they had slashes on their bottoms.
0: Hmm.
1: Meanwhile, the attacks on women continued. Yes. Six months later, the two girls... Sarah and Ann Porter, were walking during the day in St. James Park with their mother and a male friend, Mr. Coleman. They all happily chatted until from nowhere the monster walked past the ladies. No. The monster stared at the sisters. Anne Porter, whilst fainting, exclaimed, That's him! That's the man who attacked us! The monster simply walked away. Oh, no shit. But their male companion would have none of it.
0: Oh, he's got to do some chivalry.
1: He pursued the monster who was attempting to hastily walk away and their companion hastily followed him.
0: Is he going to put the shiv
1: in chivalry? This is... Is the most English chase scene <laughs> in the history. Just two gentlemen in suits with canes walking briskly from the scene of a crime.
0: It's <laughs> like the chase scene in Bullet with none of the excitement.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so he just he just matched his pace and just <laughs> followed him. I say. <laughs> a lot of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the jowls were flapping.
1: Oh, oh mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: The, the muttons were chopped. <laughs>
1: the companion followed the monster at a brisk pace, and observed the monster walk into a house. Oh! The companion, Mister Coleman, banged on the door of the residence, and when a servant, Anson Coleman, Commandant to know the identity of the man that you had just seen entering the building. You servant tell me the name of this man immediately. I followed him rather briskly.
0: As you can see, I've got a sweat.
1: <laughs> Get me a towel. <laughs> the monster came back to the door oh. and feigned ignorance. <gasps> Complete... Ignorance of the situation. And when questioned, even presented his calling card to Mr. Coleman. Well. <laughs> I might be a dirty butt stabber. You can accuse me of that, but you may never accuse me of not being a gentleman, sir. Here's my card,
0: Mr. Butstabber. Here's my uh, Here's my card, Mr. Butt Stabber, uh, last name alibi. There we are. <laughs>
1: The third, obviously.
0: <laughs> Botstabber alibi, the third. <laughs> From a long line of stabbers. <laughs> as you can see, my profession is innocence. <laughs> well, he's professed his innocence. <laughs> I shall leave him be as a gentleman. I live here at number one. The bitches have it coming. <laughs> so I could Lame. <laughs>
1: The companion asserted that if he were in fact innocent he would have no disagreement to presenting himself to his accusers or there would be
0: a duel. A duel?
1: A duel.
0: He's gone from brisk walking because he doesn't want to break a sweat to death.
1: If he doesn't come for another walk Wow. The companion took the man to the porter's house after he agreed wow on seeing the monster both sarah and Anne porter screamed and they both fainted
0: i take it back about publican's daughters being hard
1: (laughs) although it was like 1790 like everybody was wearing 18 corsets that were so tight true like, I've worn those, like, booby corset things. Like, you literally, like, yeah, if you walk up two stairs, you're breathing too much and yeah. you may lose consciousness. So it's not the lady's fault okay. in their defence, okay? Damn you, fashion! Police were sent for and the man, identified as Renwick Williams, was arrested. Renwick.
0: Renwick. It's <laughs> a very stabby name.
1: Ah, it gets better. Okay. The, the reason we're like, well, the police were like, well, I mean, sure we, we have like eyewitness testimony, but let's remember these eyewitnesses
0: are women. Yes, yes. I don't
1: possibly think we could arrest him. Oh, I'm sorry, what was that? You're Welsh. Arrest him!
0: <laughs> Is he wearing a lapel pin?
1: <laughs> oh, my God! <gasps> You're right, Holmes. <laughs> He was arrested. Redwick was brought to the Old Bailey for trial and hundreds turned out to see the accused butt stabber in person (laughs) and pamphlets were sold each day outlining the trial. The judge explained to the jury the complications of the case. This was certainly the first of its kind in England. The charges... You want to know what the charges were? I
0: imagine they're pretty spectacular.
1: Against a man that has been roaming the streets of London, stabbing women in their buttocks. Remember, some women almost dying from the injuries to their buttocks.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the reckless endangerment, or what's he got?
1: Renwick, otherwise, Renwick Williams, on the 18th of January last, with force and arms at the parish of St. James, Westminster. This has all come straight from the pamphlet. this is okay. what was, yep. this was the charge. In the King's Highway, in a certain public street there called St. James Street, unlawfully will fillet. Maliciously, hello, and feloniously (laughs) did make an assault on Anne Porter Spinster (laughs) with an intent to tear, spoil, (laughs) cut, and deface her garments. Same day with force of arms in the same public street, willfully, (coughs) maliciously, and feeniously, did spoil cut and deface her garments to wit (coughs) one silk gown, value 20 shillings, a pair of stays, whatever they are, value 5 shillings, a silk petticoat, value 5 shillings. One other petticoat, value five shillings. A linen petticoat, value five shillings. And a shift, whatever that is, value five shillings. Her property, part of her apparel, which she had on her porcelain against the form of the statue and against the king's piece.
0: <laughs>
1: so that was the first charge. Okay. Not for the knife going in the butty butt but for the knife going in her clothing.
0: Won't somebody think of the haberdashery?
1: At the time, the sentence for damaging stabbing a dress was higher than a charge for stabbing a woman. Or even a person, to be honest. It didn't matter who you are. The higher conviction was stabbing the clothing. Nice. And not the person. Right. But then they also threw in... Renwick was also accused of wounding. With intent to murder and that he being a person of a wicked and cruel disposition, (laughs) not prejudicing the court in any way. No. Did on the 18th of January last make an assault on Ann Porter,
0: spinster. (laughs) There's a lot of value judgment here, isn't there? So much value judgment.
1: (laughs) And did, I'm surprised they didn't be like, Ann Porter, spinster. One pound.
0: (laughs) She's all right from the neck down.
1: (laughs) And did then and there with force and arms maliciously beat, wound and ill-treat her with wicked intention, feloniously, willfully. What year did the thesaurus come out? I'm (laughs) thinking it was this year. And of his malice afterthought to kill and murder her. And that he did then and there with a certain knife maliciously cut, strike and wound her. That is longer than some trials. Yeah. Uh The trial began on the 8th of July, 1790. The dresses and underskirts of victims were produced in court as evidence of the damage caused. Oh, oh my God. Look at her silk petticoat. She was asking for it. Everyone's
0: asking those questions. Why would she keep it like she's Monica Lewinsky?
1: (laughs) Those in the courtroom would cheer the witnesses for the prosecution. Oh, my God. And would openly mock those for the defence. Wow. Renwick was found immediately guilty. Renwick was given a retrial. (laughs) (laughs) And that happened on the 8th of December, 1790. Right. Also, there were a lot of publications at the time and pamphlets where everyone was like, oh, my God, he's totally guilty. Like, he's Welsh. <laughs> um, he should be taken to Australia and flogged. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and there were also some publications that went into, you know, gave us a little bit more information about Redwick. Okay. Redwick had originally... He'd moved with his family to London when his dad had bought an apothecary. His dad had died after five years of living in London. Better than most. Yeah. His brother had taken over the apothecary. So what do you think Renwick decided to do for a living?
0: Uh, I'm guessing he also was an apothecary.
1: He attempted to become a ballerina. I, I did not see that coming. But then he was accused of stealing a watch. Okay. <laughs> and was fired immediately. <laughs> he then, what do you think he next, was his next career choice? After, after being a failed, shamed ballerina.
0: Oh, well, <clears throat> I, one of those guys whose job it was to collect the pee to take back to the leather tannery. He
1: decided to make fake Really? And sell them to ladies. Well. When he was arrested, he was found to be living in a share house with two other gentlemen. Yeah. And accusations were made about his sexual orientation. Oh. But then other pamphlets came out and exclaimed him to be an absolute root rat. (laughs) Of ladies.
0: (laughs) That's a very Australian charge. (laughs) You are hereby charged with being willfully, feloniously.
1: Maliciously.
0: A fucking root rat cunt. (laughs) Can't keep it in your fucking pants.
1: So would you believe after all this they suggested, oh my God, maybe he didn't get a fair trial.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Mm.
1: So the retrial happened. Yeah. And I feel that almost immediately they regretted the decision (laughs) to give this ballerina slash fake flower making asshole a retrial. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, basically at any trial, it kicks off your first bit of like howdy-do to the courts, I'm going to get to know everybody, is they ask you if you plead guilty or innocent. Yeah. Usually it's just a, i plead guilty i plead my innocence yep may i plead your innocence my honor yep this is wrong would you like to hear renwick's answer
0: what was the plea that renwick entered
1: bear with me this is a soliloquy <laughs> longer and more romantically inclined okay than any Shakespearean sonnet ever written. Okay. All right. Feel, see if you can feel the love and the I will suck dick to get out of this between the lines. <clears throat> so go you on, know, ask me. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Renwick. Okay. okay. Ask me if I, just ask me a simple question Do I plead guilty or not guilty? Mr. Renwick,
0: how do you plead
1: The prejudice of the times being somewhat abated, I look round to those who are to protect my innocence with more confidence of impartiality than I formerly experienced in another place. I trust they will this day restore me to society. The same almighty being who has so recently chastised me will, I trust, not always extend his rod, but will this day defend me from my enemies, relying not more on your justice than on your humanity. I at once plead not guilty, for should I plead guilty for the sake of form, a mistaken world might be apt to think I actually am guilty. By pleading guilty? Oh. But not knowing the reasons and motives that might induce me to. I said I would plead guilty, but I have since determined not to confess guilt under these circumstances, though by doing so I might avoid much perjury from my prosecutors. <laughs> Sir! You're deep! penetration will I trust pierce the veil with which my accusers have endeavored to conceal the truth from your sight and your well known candor and impartiality will not suffer falsehood to triumph over truth and innocence I swear to god there's not one full stop in this thing
0: the thing is, he finishes entering this plea, opens his eyes, and he's in Australia Ugh. at the penal colony.
1: <laughs> it's still not over. Are oh,
0: you joking.
1: You sit there not closed in the terrors of an angry and sanguinary judge, but with the mildness of humanity with which you always smile at innocence.
0: Wow.
1: In your hands. I feel myself safe, and I look up to you with conscious hope for support. In the whole of this trial, yours is the voice of justice, because it is the voice also of humanity. <laughs> to talk to you of prejudice were an insult not more to your justice than to your understanding that i have suffered from prejudice is certain but i forgive my prosecutors and esteem the former jury for the very verdict they gave me because they gave it as they believed it in the same manner I shall respect yours. Let it be what it may. I am confident that no other than truth will prevail. If you think me guilty in the name of God, pronounce me that very monster that my soul abhors. (laughs) And from whose savage hands I would this moment at the risk of my life. Oh, God.
0: Is Uh, that it? Oh, uh, my (laughs)
1: God. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, In the name of God, pronounce me that very monster my soul abhors, and from whose savage hands I would this moment, at the risk of my life, rescue the very woman who has so barbarously pursued me. To your verdict. I submit without a murmur, if fucking only. Holy shit. And should you think me guilty, <sighs> let the pains of the law be what they may. I shall continue to trust in almighty God to enable me to support these sufferings with the fortitude of a man. What's more, <laughs> sir? I address myself to you, neither my poverty, my distresses, nor my long confinement. Save me from the abloquy of these who pursue. Have long been open to criminate me at all events. You, sir, are neither a severe nor unjust judge. And though I have suffered one conviction trusting to your mildness and to your gander I submit <laughs> to take my trial holy shit I'm just a boy standing in front of a judge <laughs> and asking him to love me
0: I-, I swear that at this trial the red get the fuck off stage light was invented <laughs> How do, how do we play him off? <laughs> Bring in the <laughs> cellist.
1: We need a longer hook.
0: <laughs> in, the that. T- in the time you fucking did that, uh, I made a boat out of your champagne. Glass. <laughs> I made a cute little boat that he's going to be transported to Australia on.
1: <laughs> that was his answer to do you plead guilty or not?
0: That's incredible.
1: Oh. That is
0: absolutely incredible. What a fucking lunatic.
1: And to think he couldn't understand why people didn't like him.
0: i to use your keys to put the sail on the mast.
1: The prosecutor eventually, when they got a shot, <laughs> spoke to Miss Anne Porter when she arrived at the testimony box. <coughs> this is what he Which said. Which
0: was well and truly warm.
1: Yeah, oh my God. Every man here, Miss Porter, must feel for your situation, and let me desire you to be collected and to put on the fortitude that is necessary for the end of public justice, and do not suffer yourself to be overcome by any alarm.
0: Is he about to victim blame? You
1: patronising fuck!
0: Now, how are you dressed when you deserved it?
1: Oh, Ann Porter testified that when asked what the accused had said to them that night, it was explained to the court that the language was so gross, neither side asked the lady to repeat exactly what was said to them. Can you imagine the difference? Stop showing your boat to me. Oh, my God. So, can you believe the difference between trials then and trials now? They were just like, oh no, we don't want you to. That was that a lady
0: should not have to repeat those words. <laughs> well, he clearly did it so that no man who could speak like that could possibly say, suck me balls <laughs> to, to a woman just before he stabbed her. <laughs> oh, yes, suck me fucking London or me cocaine fucking adult eel. It's got fucking stories to tell you. Oh, but I'd rather be fucking
1: stabbed in the ass than listen to his fucking soliloquy, I tell you. Oh, God. So his... Would you believe he had a hard time finding someone to represent him? Again. No. Yeah. He found a poet. <laughs> a lawyer. A poet. The main fo- focus of Renwick's defence...
0: What if he was, like, a really shit poet and he came out and did an acrostic... I is for innocent, which my client is. N is for not doing the crime he is accused of. (laughs) O is for oh, these lying bitches.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't stab anyone. The defence is done. (laughs) (laughs) The main focus of Renwick's defence was to cast suspicion on Anne Porter. Of course. As Porter's male friend, Mr. Coleman, they tried to claim basically Anne Porter and Mr. Coleman had worked together and this was a frame-up to claim the reward money. Uh, yep. Anne Porter uh, spoke and said she got none of the reward money. It was Some of the reward money was offered to her, but she declined it. And Mr. Coleman ended up with a full £100. Although... Afterwards, Miss Porter and Mr. Colwyn were married. Um, so, yeah, basically, that was his defence. It was all just a
0: scam. Oh, of course.
1: Although he did admit, yes, he had uh, attempted to once uh, ask her out and oh dear. had abused her. So, but, you know, whatever. It was just her getting even. Because, oh. you know, bitches. Yeah. Ah. But yes, but you know, and then she also did have the evidence, you know, of the attack and the testimony of her treating physician and multiple all eyewitnesses who all identified him as the monster.
0: Did they have the knife? Okay,
1: no. okay. Although one eyewitness broke down <laughs> on the stand and confessed that she had in fact not been attacked and had lied about <gasps> it during the height of uh, all the press coverage oh, of dear. the monster.
0: I just imagine police divers in one of those old school bell helmets <laughs> going into the Thames to find the weapon, and there's this eel. Oh fucking have you! Eh, eh, eh. It's coked up eel.
1: Fucking London
0: man, though. <laughs> fuck.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So then, you know, in you know, people looking back at history, some people try to say, "Oh, there was no London monster. It was like the Salem witch trials." But no, unlike the Salem witch trials. You know, there actually was evidence of cut clothing and yeah. scars and physicians. You know, it wasn't just oh, oh, I once had a dream about a toad. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, was there an artist impression of the butts?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure on some magazines. <laughs> oh, which actually reminds me, do you want to see? I have an example of some of the press that, you know, all like the pamphlets and the newspapers. Because you know how they were very big on caricatures yes. of the day? Yeah. I actually have a caricature uh, from the day that was labelled the monster going to take his afternoon's luncheon.
0: So this is a caricature. Was he driving a dune buggy?
1: Would you like to see? <laughs> I would, yes. Yeah. This is what made the paper. This is what made the London paper. Yeah. Okay. This is their artist interpretation. Describe it for our listeners.
0: Holy shit. Uh, It's Hieronymus Bosch has put together uh, a guy that looks like Napoleon crossed with Beethoven very much about to perform analingus on a woman. He <laughs> with a giant head, with vampire teeth. He looks like Modoc. Yeah, if and- Modoc was from the seventeenth century and, and was down for a bit of the old uh, rusty trombone action.
1: And it's that whole thing, like we know of, like the French, like whenever they would do one of these in their papers, the women would always have their tits out. Yeah, this woman just fully has her butt out. It's not like they could have kept a petticoat on her. No for Victorian decency. era
0: butt was that good. <laughs>
1: We'll, we'll put this up on our website so you can check it out. Okay. Just be like, nothing has fucking changed. Oh, How Lord. did they even know what a butt looked like? Yeah, I know. Everything was also covered up. They just assumed it was like an ankle.
0: Yeah. but Just two of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just put two ankles put together and some poop in the middle. Oh. So <laughs> that's,
0: that's a British pork pie if ever I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh.
1: Renwick. <laughs> so his defence... As well as accusing Porter. Well, it's all made up <laughs> for money, his, bitches. His,
0: the bitches be crazy defense.
1: <laughs> he tried to have some of his co-workers yeah, um, at an artificial flower making place. Okay. Um, testify and say, no, no, no. He was totally working till like midnight or 12.30 or 1. I'm not quite sure. Um, but there were some contradictions. Oh, dear. In the testimony he also brought his brother up who was supposed to provide a character (laughs) reference yep it was his brother who revealed to the court a he was a total hornbag slut (laughs) and had at some stage tried to fuck every woman in london His brother also revealed that, yes, if rejected, he would get quite aggressive and abusive towards women. (laughs) Thanks, bro. (laughs) Fucking family. (laughs) Never Uh, put your family on the stand. Never. Oh, Lord. The jury, would you believe? Yeah. Found Renwick guilty. Funny that. Extremely quickly. They were out of the room for 15 minutes and they came back in.
0: Ooh, they'd had enough of that speech.
1: <laughs> they're like, fucking quick, before he, was, he starts writing another one. He
0: was guilty as he finished that shit. He
1: was going to be like, ah! And they're like, guilty! Guilty! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> for the assault on Ann Porter and two of his other victims, Renwick was sentenced to six years hard labour. Wow. Upon release, he would be on good behaviour for seven years. Okay. That was, of course, if he was able to produce um, <laughs> a figure for surety of good behaviour. So he had to pay money to get out of prison. Yeah. Uh, plus he had to, to pay a couple hundred dollars in compensation for the garments that he had Of course. You know, destroyed. Now, the other thing that they brought up in the case was that in that two-year period, other similar attacks occurred. Some women were unable to give an eyewitness description or say that he, yes, he was the attacker. But again, you know, it's a very traumatic event. Again, he he would do this from behind a lot of the times. So you're there stabbed. You're not the back of some idiot running off, or obviously it's very traumatic. Yeah. Um, Some also uh, people who were attacked claim that the perpetrator or their description did not identically match Renwick's description. Right. The other thing that we've learned is that eyewitness testimony, obviously, you know, can be wrong and incorrect. Obviously, it's a very traumatic effect. Yeah. The other thing is they believe there was a the possibility that once he started, this was one of the first cases of copycat crime. I have no doubt. Um, and that's why there were some discrepancies. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, after serving his six years in prison, Renwick was released. He later tried to rele- release a pamphlet. Oh. Describing the story of Redwick Williams and his version of events. Yeah. The pamphlet failed.
0: Um, yeah, who would have thunk it?
1: No one was interested whatsoever. <laughs> now, as much as they tried to suggest that no, he wasn't the butt stabber of London, pretty much the butt stabbings of London came to a halt. <laughs> When he was in prison.
0: Okay. Did they resume?
1: The other thing to note (laughs) is that when one looks at a map of the reported stabbings, they seem to sort of all form a giant circle (laughs) around a fake flower factory. In
0: London. It's like it's like stabbing Strava. You can see where he's been, where he's put the Ks in. <laughs> Good workout. You did 20 stabs today.
1: Mm-hmm. And the other thing as well is like um, these women who were assaulted by, oh, I like a bouquet of fake flowers. And I'm sorry, what do you do for a living? Um, anyway, so he was released from prison. He tried to release a pamphlet. Nobody bought the pamphlet. So it is believed, would you believe, He changed his name and the name of Renwick Williams was not heard of again. There you go. In polite society.
0: Mm. Do you know what Chappelle Corby does now? Oh, God. She makes acrylic clocks.
1: Do you want to explain to our listeners who Chappelle Corby
0: is? Well, Chappelle Corby is in no way comparable to a man who fucking viciously attacked women. Mm -hmm. So she's a woman who travelled to Bali from Australia, Mm -hmm. was arrested with a boogie board. Mm -hmm. or a uh, bodyboard bag full of cannabis Yes, to a country where it's very easy to buy cannabis.
1: Yes, but has very strong anti-drug laws. Yeah,
0: spent a lot of time in prison Mm -hmm. and was eventually released. The only reason Australia's media cared was because she was hot as fuck. Bogan hot. Bogan hot. Bogan hot. For a bogan. Doable. Oh, she's the kind of girl that will fuck you in a Tarana and fight someone in a McDonald's car park.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, nine other Australians were arrested for drugs. None of them were fuckable. Press didn't give a fuck.
0: No, they got executed. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's what you get for not being fucking hot. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if you're going gonna to import drugs, be hot. Yeah. Or don't do it.
0: Yeah. But, but she anyways, uh, she got out of prison. She yeah. totally avoided all the media. Mm-hmm. And now she does those that wave art like with the acrylic. Oh. So it looks like beaches. She does that.
1: Well, you know, she didn't avoid the media. She went on dancing with the stars. What the wrong is? What the fuck is wrong with our country A that lot. someone who's arrested for fucking can like drug dealing or like drug trafficking in another country makes our version of dancing to the stars? Yeah. I mean, I know we complain when it's like shit people from daytime TV, but at least they haven't trafficked anything.
0: Hey, she was never convicted in Australia.
1: Mm. 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 She was hot, <laughs> Bogan hot. Bogan hot is hot. Ah, uh, and you know what? She never stabbed anyone in the butt. Exactly. So, so what do you think? Do you uh, do you think Old Renwick was was guilty of a bit of butt stab stab? Uh, he
0: was guilty as a man making flowers.
1: <laughs> oh my god! One of the other things I forgot to say was so funny of the time because obviously when you know the the gangs of you know I'm not the monster <laughs> yeah. trolling. The local pickpockets actually took advantage of the situation. And on more than one occasion, when someone was caught in the act of pickpocketing, the pickpock just pointed at the robbery victim and started screaming, It's the monster! It's the butt monster! And the victim was then set upon and beaten by the crowd while the pickpockets managed to make their escape. As you're getting beaten down, no, check my lapel! <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. Oh, oh.
1: Ew, oh, oh! I'm sorry, I appear to have punched you in your
0: badge. <laughs> the lapel does nothing.
1: <laughs> the lapel does not repel the violence! <laughs> 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 Imagine not only have you just had all your fucking wallet like all your money stolen, you're get the shit kicked out of you. Like what the hell?
0: Ah, London.
1: Damn you London butt stabber <laughs>
0: uh, I'm half British and I never acknowledge it.
1: Oh my god. And also out there, if someone if you have a sexual urge to pierce someone else's skin, f- maybe become an ear piercer. The fuck? You know, or you want, know it's fine if the other person consents. If they're not consenting,
0: don't do it. This is terrible legal advice. Don't do it.
1: What? I'm just saying, if, you, if you're like, if that's your, uh, do it, use your, use your evil for good. You know, like do it in a way that you're not going to get arrested. Like don't stand there and, uh, as you're like, don't jizz in their ear, like when you pierce it. But I'm saying maybe that's, you can be like a work life balance. You know, like try to take what you love and make it your job, you know, like.
0: This This is just, this has got the worst Cosby after school <laughs> special ending. Now remember, this is like the ending of He-Man, like where they did that fucking, the moral of the story every time. Now you can see that Skeletor didn't want to share. But you're like, if you get sexual gratification from stabbing people, yeah. maybe, I don't know, become an acupuncturist. Oh, my God, yes. No. Yes. No, go go see a psychiatrist and deal with your shit.
1: I'm just, you know, work-life balance. Like like I've said, don't make it weird for anybody. Like, don't stand in the room like
0: as you're doing it. Okay, from now on, if your acupuncturist has an erection, (laughs) get out. Run. Put a pin in it. (laughs) Yes, put a pin in it. Ow, can you imagine getting a pin in a hard dick? That would oh, hurt.
1: Oh my god. See, there's our different approaches to life. You're you're definitely a glass half empty. I'm a glass half full. Man. I'm a
0: glass. Don't give career advice to sexual deviants. That's what I am. <laughs> sexual
1: deviants need to work, too. Yeah, they they do. It's a living crisis. My god. I'm just saying wouldn't you love that you could do a job that you love what you do? Like, oh my god, like I would love to be able to like podcast full time. I'd love to be like a woman who oils Chris Hemworth for a job, do what you love. You know? I'm just saying. Try to find a bit of happiness in this oh, world. Okay. Just with other people's consent.
0: Thanks you, d- fucking degenerate Jesus.
1: Get them to sign a waiver. Oh my god. Let them know what's happening. Maybe they're cool with it. If you're like, oh, if you do it for free, sure.
0: Liz really needs a route. If you could, <laughs> if you could please get in touch at realmothmen at gmail.com
1: <laughs> I once dated a guy who had a foot fetish And occasionally he would fuck my feet But he would buy me shoes So
0: That's a good trade off Yeah Everyone's happy
1: in that situation Yeah but he
0: didn't want to stab your feet
1: Oh yeah I, I begged to differ sir No
0: you just I beg
1: to differ right between the heels Oh my god <laughs> See The secret And the skin
0: on your feet has never been softer has it
1: And then I could just like watch TV and
0: My you know, god Eat
1: snacks <laughs> I was a lot more flexible than I was now. Wow. Yeah. I, could, oh, I just couldn't do it. No? No. Well,
0: do you have to put your legs behind your head or
1: something? No, but like, he'd like, because you you'd put them together, but then he would like bend oh, them way up into the air. Yep. Oh, God. Because, yeah, there's
0: access issues.
1: You know? Oh, and it just, you know, just when you're young, you know, you're all like, oh, everything's in the air, everything's fancy, nothing's, oh. Now, oh, you just, you're going to get fart in the face. I'm just saying. I really am. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I'm glad I'm the vanilla ice cream in this world. I've never had to ask a woman if I can fuck her feet.
1: Maybe you and Lou should try it. Maybe it's your anniversary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe you might be like, oh, you know what? Oh, I never knew. I never knew. The trick is, no, you know what? You need to start a few months earlier and, like, start sending her for pedicures to make sure, like, her heels are really soft because you don't want, like, She's crap. got really
0: small feet. I'm not.
1: Nah. You've got really small dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Match made in heaven (laughs) Allegedly Allegedly (laughs) I'm just assuming That's just from your, You know Your lifestyle choices I've just assumed You've always had a very small dick
0: Stand up comedy (laughs) A (laughs) love of V8s Red flags ladies
1: Good times, good times But you know what (laughs) if, if they like stabbing your skin or they're a Nazi, red flags, don't do it. You know what you should look for? You should look for a mothman because a real mothman, eat the carpet.
0: Uh, and there is a no in don't stab my ass.
1: Unless you sign a waiver.
0: <clears throat> Unless they're dead, then stab away. Oh, oh. oh, now it's gone too far. Oh, You're the, one, you're the one telling people to become I'm, acupuncturists.
1: I'm sorry to anyone Barry, burying their grandma this week. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Who's giving bad
1: life advice now?
0: <coughs> it's death advice. This is done.
1: Done.